Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. As the Monterey County community of Pajaro continues to recover from massive flooding last month, residents have been given the okay that water is once again safe to consume. This comes a little more than two weeks after water service was restored in the city. We've done extensive and comprehensive sampling. We've done everything that's been asked of us, everything that's required. That's Don Rosa, general manager of the Pajaro Sunny Mesa Community Services District. Along with samples that have shown no signs of bacteria, state and county officials have inspected facilities and cleaned and repaired any equipment that was damaged in the flooding. A FEMA disaster recovery center remains open in the neighboring community of Watsonville for any residents needing assistance. More fallout from the reappearance of Tulare Lake. Today, KVPR's Sarith Hawk takes us to Allensworth, the first black settlement in California, which stands in the path of the rising lake. Residents there are now fighting to keep the water away. In Tulare County, halfway between Fresno and Bakersfield in California's Central Valley, a creek runs through this once dry field of patchy grass. The land belongs to Kiara Rendon's family in the small rural community of Allensworth, the first black settlement in California. And right now, that community stands in the path of the rising Tulare Lake. All of that was full of water and it was coming into the inside the property. Rendon never thought flooding would be an issue. Tulare Lake was just a lake bed and the area was in exceptional drought for years. But relentless storms since late December have dropped record rain on the valley floor and some of the largest snowpack in state-recorded history. For the first time in decades, the lake has begun refilling, and more water is on the way as the snow melts. Because now we have all this water, but where is it going to go to? You know, we always say that man reclaimed the desert. No, we didn't reclaim the desert. We claim the desert. Nature now is reclaiming the land. That's Fresno writer Mark Arax, who for decades has given voice to the history and struggles that shape the San Joaquin Valley's rich agricultural landscape. The lake was a resource for Native American tribes. And it sustained these these Yokotachi tribes. They fished along the shores, they lived along the shores. Then settlers came and developed the land for farming. By the early 1900s, the lake bed went dry its water harnessed in an intricate system of canals, dams, and ditches. 
Arak says that makes the Tulare Lake Basin one of the most engineered landscapes in the world. The strange thing is, is you're calling it a flood. I mean, it's the bottom of a lake, right? I mean, yes, the bottom of a lake should have water. But we've gotten so used to being emptied that this becomes now a, a fight of man versus nature. Lucrative crops like pistachios are now planted on thousands of acres of the lake bed, and flooding these crops will rack up huge losses. All of this raises the stakes for farmers, Eric says. So to see the lake come back is quite a drama. It is one of the, the great dramas of California. Emergency crews and farmers are doing their best to battle the rising water. There are reports of levees being cut to protect farmland. And CAL FIRE has been working with local officials to divert the water. A video shows helicopters dropping sandbags to try to shore up levees and canals. All right, we're doing an evac, another evac for levee failure. Sean Norman heads an incident command team. So it's tricky because we have to really look at if we stop this water from moving here, where is it going next? Scientists say it's going to be difficult to avoid what happened in 1983 when farmland in the basin was flooded for years. Jeffrey Mount is with the Water Policy Center at the Public Policy Institute of California. He says the state doesn't have the infrastructure to handle the snowmelt. There's not going to be a lot of places to put water in the, in the near term. Mount says there are environmental benefits to the lake refilling. It, this is a, going to be a great year for wetland, wetland birds and insects and everything else. But for people like Kiara Rendon in Allensworth, this once-in-a-generation flood is a slow-moving disaster. What's going to happen here? Where are we going to go after? The water is coming, say experts. The focus should be on preparing for floods and the recovery. For the California Report, I'm Sarith Hawk. A major milestone was recently reached for a rundown dam in Kern County. This comes as concerns grow over the potential for spring and summer flooding once California's massive snowpack melts. The Isabella Dam was once considered one of the most dangerous in the country. Now, with phase two of repairs complete, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers says the dam is better prepared to protect communities downstream, like Bakersfield, from flooding. As part of repairs, the dam was raised and crews built a new emergency spillway, while also adding filters and drains to address concerns about earthquakes and seepage. The project cost over $300 million and took more than 10 years to complete. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. 
Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Tens of thousands of people rely on salmon fishing to make a living. That's why, ahead of a statewide closure of the salmon season, California representatives Jared Huffman and Nancy Pelosi rallied with California fishermen in support of a federal fishery disaster declaration that would bring much relief to this community. KQED's Kevin Stark has more. The season's closure could devastate coastal industries, from fishing to charter boats to restaurants. It comes as federal researchers say the Chinook salmon stock is at record lows. Huffman says drought conditions played a role in the crisis, as did water managers diverting flows away from rivers to farms. We're here to talk about the immediate needs of the fishing community. They're going to need our help, but we're also going to talk about the longer-term need to save our salmon. California officials have submitted a request for a disaster declaration and economic relief with the U.S. Secretary of Commerce. For the California Report, I'm Kevin Stark. And that's the California Report for Monday, April 10th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at Guideline.com CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thHourRacing.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.